Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 140! Bow! 140. The mm-hmm. number of times that something happened at one point. It's the few days after Christmas. Hello. Hello, Johnny. How are you? It is. It's a few days after Christmas. I have no conception of time at all. If you told me it was four days after Christmas or six days after Christmas, I wouldn't know. It's not it's yet difficult. New Year's. It doesn't make any sense. I just are know you that it's work? Monday because we're recording. That's the only time frame reference I have. Did you work today? I did not. I took off today but i have to go back to work tomorrow which Ah, is tuesday yeah yeah well such is life did you have a lovely holiday i had a wonderful holiday it was uh just olivia to me and it was wonderful it was very nice what about yourself it was great as well should we bring our guest in and we can talk all about the foods that we ate and the beverages that we drank and the sure that we had sure that sounds lovely uh ladies and gentlemen speaking of christmas cheer mr joe strix nope Sorry, I, I was racking my brain for something clever to say, and then you you slipped me into the cheer category, and I was like, actually, no, I got none right now. JK, That's why we bring you on for the <laughs> for the sick riffs up top. It's so wonderful to be here, boys. I'm so happy to see you. I actually am in a good mood, and I don't mean to sound like I'm in a piece of shit mood off top. Well, that's great. Happy holidays. Thank you for being here. And also with you. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> How are we feeling, boys? I'm feeling great. I did work today, which is not ideal, but such is life. Moi aussi. Hated it. That's gross. You guys should have taken yeah. off like me. All the cool mm. people were off. Yeah. Why aren't you ta- <laughs> why did you take off Monday but not Tuesday? Like why not do the whole What day um, are you working this week, I guess I should I'm say? I'm working Tuesday because I I work in billing, so all my stuff is like end of the month um reliant, so it's like we get busier as the month ends. Billing Montana? Yeah, I work in Billings, Montana. Um, that's where that's where all he's bil- back. Yeah, Chalk it up. That's a bit in the wind column. <laughs> Huge win for Joe, right there. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> it's tough to bet. I don't see how we can catch up, Johnny. Guys. I'd love to see you try. <laughs> <laughs> um, the point is, sorry. Yeah, the was, point is, is like so. I was just like, well, I'll just take off today, and because then the end of the month I should be there. And also, this week is generally not the busiest so whatever i just took off yeah. it's a good week if we were allowed to go into the office to be in the office because offices are always like empty right now mm-hmm. and you can kind of do what you want and it's kind of fun to be in a big building mostly by yourself yes oh it's fun to be in a big building you've really nailed it there <laughs> listen i'm a simple man i like to be in a big building and i like to do it mostly by myself <laughs> <laughs> When other people are in the big building, I hate the big building. But right. if it's mostly just me in the big building, I love that big building. <laughs> I don't know. I'm loopy right now. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, we are we are out the gate firing today. <laughs> uh, tell me about oh, your Christmas oh. meals, boys. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. I'll go first. Um, we made Christmas Eve. Olivia and I made lasagna and ham. Uh, it was wonderful. <laughs> two great tastes two, that yeah, everyone just, thinks of together. Yeah, 
Did you eat them on the same plate, or was there, like, courses? I ate them on the same plate. Olivia did not want ham. I wanted ham, so I ordered I ordered a quarter ham, which, when it showed up, which, when it showed up, I was like, I don't know if this is enough ham. And, boys, let me tell you, it's way more than enough ham. I am, That's plenty. I am struggling to finish this ham. It is, it is staring at me in the fridge every time I open the door and taunting me, like, hey, you got about a half pound of ham left, bud, and you got to get through. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I made that. She didn't want ham at all? Olivia does not like ham, which to me is well, a sacrilege, but to each their own. So Does she know that. about our stance? She does know about our stance. That's why she is not very pro this podcast. <laughs> for a, we for are a myriad reasons, podcast, she is, she and is Olivia not a is not a pro podcast, podcast wife. She's endured 10 years of how many hours a day of you berating her about ham. Yes. She doesn't need to seek out another 45 minutes of yeah. it a week. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I I made, I made quote unquote made ham. I heated up a ham. It came ready to go. Um, Olivia, was it from a can? No, it was in a. It was just wrapped, it like vacuum sealed in a bag with juices. Ah, it was delicious. Oh, I was hoping for can. Um, I yeah, I contemplated so. can, but I didn't go with it. Um, She's a coward. I, Much like yes, all of our listeners, yes. who we love dearly. I am the king coward. Um, I've Olivia. been rewatching Star Wars, and they say coward a lot in it. I'm realizing. Do they really? Yeah. A lot of cowards thrown out in the Star Wars universe. And they don't like them. I hear. Yeah, no, no, they're not referring to them as like podcast listeners, which threw me. Yeah, that, yeah, that would I would I would have to write a letter to George Lucas and be like, "Excuse me, I kindly thank you to cease and desist using our trademarked name for our listeners yeah, in your right. in your movies." We thought of a name for our listeners, and somehow people keep using it weirdly, consistently in mm-hmm. film and television. That came out forty five years ago. It's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, do I, it feels like right now we're in a moment. Like in Star Wars, you want to picture yourself as like Luke. Or Han, or someone like like Obi Wan, someone who's like really in on the action. Even if I was in Star Wars universe, I would still have a podcast about something completely unrelated to the mass wars that are happening across the galaxy. You know what I mean? I think we can be honest. If if we three were in the the Star Wars universe, we are just on one of those planets that gets blown up, and just not even not even right. one of the ones that they like revolve a movie around, like one of the ones in the later sequels that like is the third one you see get blown up by that yeah yeah yeah, yeah they yeah, just yeah. zoom 100%. in on us for a second and we're like what's that blue drink they were drinking in that and then, <laughs> and then we get blown I up real pro- good be- because of how things move across space we're podcasting about the red light coming for our planet for like three months <laughs> <laughs> all right so you had a lasagna and a ham the night before we had a lasagna and a ham the lasagna was wonderful it included um uh, slices of American cheese, which I was gonna send a picture to you guys because it's it's her great aunt's recipe or something. It's it was bizarre but wonderful, tasted delicious. Uh, I'm not saying no to that. Um, and then you bake the ham with American cheese. <laughs> yes, you coat fascinating. You coat it. You coat it in American cheese, um, <laughs> and then you actually you slide the sliced ham in between the lasagna. That's what you make you. The taller, Wait, I, the better. I missed something, and I don't know what I missed. I I was talking about the American cheese in the lasagna, and you There's you apparently American missed the lasagna. lasagna. You put it on the ham, yeah. Johnny. I was imagining a red light coming across the galaxy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> never never far from our thoughts. American um, cheese and lasagna, fascinating. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, and then Christmas Day, 
I made a cheesy potato casserole, which is one of my favorite things in the world. I um I was unaware Galaxy. of of just how much dairy was in this thing uh, until the <laughs> night before I was making it. Um, it starts off with a full pint of sour cream. That is that is what you were mixing into it, and that then about right. and then it is two cups of cheese, a full stick of butter, and another two tablespoons of butter for the breadcrumbs on top. So that is that's just. <laughs> That's what I was working with. Um, it's, it's almost enough. Yeah, 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 just about my threshold. Almost there. Um, so we had that with bacon, and then for dinner, uh, we made a beef tenderloin, which was one of the most terrifying experiences of my entire life. Um, I followed um, the King J. Kenji Lopez Alt's recipe for a reverse sear beef tenderloin. I've never reverse seared anything in my life. Um. I had salted it the night before, left it in the fridge, got a nice looking crust on the outside, put it in. He said for two to three hours on his recipe. So I was like, to be safe, I was like, I'm going to take it out at an hour and 45 and just check the internal temperature. I think we're shooting for like 125. Then I'll sear it and we'll do all that. I put it in at an hour and 45, took it out. The in- lowest internal temperature I got was 138, and most were like upper 140s and even some 150s. And I was like, I just butchered this fucking expensive ass beef tenderloin. I ruined it, <laughs> dude. I was, I was inconsolable. Like I was, it was one of the worst experiences I've ever had on Christmas. I was terrified. <laughs> so I finished. I we did like a very quick sear on the outside after letting it rest and get to room temperature. Seared it very quickly with some butter. Did um, ba- butter basting. Cut it open. And it was perfect. It ended up being yeah. absolutely perfect. And I, I don't understand why the internal temperature read so high. I have not figured that out. But it turned out perfect, and I was so excited, and Christmas was saved. Maybe your shit was broken. I don't know, because it's worked for other things, uh, and it's a pretty new thermometer. James, so. James, maybe your shit <laughs> was broken. Did you hear him? You obviously didn't hear him. Yeah, I feel like you're not listening to me when I'm talking, which is super rude. But here's the thing. Maybe, and let me finish, your shit was broken. <laughs> all right i'll have the to end. i'll have to consider that one we do wait i think we have the same thermometer it's that green one right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The johnny thermo- yours is also broken <laughs> mine's the broken thermo- as well pop. all right well <laughs> um and uh, then yeah, we had, segue into and then, oh never mind and then we just had brussels sprouts with pancetta and uh some potatoes and i made a green bean casserole and it was wonderful <laughs> And then we just had four other things <laughs> with various meats and fats. <laughs> Whatever, dog. I was focused on that beef tenderloin. Well, in a green bean casserole, tell us about the, the best part of which. The best part about the green bean casserole was Olivia didn't want it. Again, much like the ham. So I had <laughs> I had carte blanche to add as many crispy onions on top as I wanted. And I Fuck basically yeah. put almost an entire... Uh, can, can it's can it's a plastic tub tub of those uh french's fried onions and boy does it make it so goddamn delicious it makes it worth yeah. making and eating when you almost can't taste the green beans that's how you know your green bean casserole is very good <laughs> hell yeah so that was my cooking adventure for I love christmas it. i love it so much how about yourself Beautiful. um so on so in the week leading up to it, we also did a lasagna on Tuesday. So not mm-hmm. for anything specific. I just wanted a lasagna, uh, and it was very good. I was very pleased with it. I made a meat sauce, and then I made uh, cheese filling. You know, with ricotta, fresh mozzarella, parm, 
some basil. You're not, you're not saying those quite Italian enough, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mozzarella, like that. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I and I, when I was saying. making mine, I would say, American cheese. Uh, that's how <laughs> that's how ours works. Yeah, I used the no, the no bake pasta, which I hadn't done before. It worked great. It worked. Yeah, perfectly. we used the same, and it was awesome. Yeah. Hell yes. Uh, it was delicious. It was really, really good. And then on Christmas Eve, uh, Emily's family has a tradition of doing fondue. So I made a, a fondue with tons of uh, Emmentaler and uh, uh, Gruyere cheese. It was the most amount of cheese I've ever grated. It looked in insane. The, I saw you, the grated picture, the it grated cheese nuts. pick you sent looked like like j- bananas. Just absolutely. Truly, yeah. truly insane. Uh, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of kirsch, which apparently is the liquor only for fondue because we went to the liquor store. I said, do you have kirsch? They go, oh, you're making fondue? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, it's either, you're either making fondue or a Black Forest Gateau, and no one's making a Black Forest Gateau because it's a bad cake. <laughs> uh, it was really good. We dipped bread and apples and pears, and uh, we uh, made a DiGiorno pizza earlier that day. We dipped little bits of DiGiorno into the Fuck fondue, yeah. which was fun. Uh, and then we made a chocolate fondue it. for dessert. Uh, there was tons of extra fondue, so what I've been doing is making, in the fridge, it like rehardened, and then I've been making fondue grilled cheese sandwiches, and they're awesome. Ooh. Oh my buddy. God. They reheat quite well. Uh, and then on I'm, Chris I'm, And then I'm assuming you're dipping those into the Kirsch when you're done making <laughs> yeah, 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 right, yeah, right, yeah. And then we're doing Kirsch <laughs> shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Uh, and then what, Johnny? And then on Christmas Day, uh, I made duck breast and then I made duck fat potatoes and asparagus, and it was very, very good. I was very pleased with it. Um, same deal with the probe though. I probed it and I was like, ooh, I think I might have gone a little high. And then I cut it into it. It was like a very nice medium rare. I probably could have gone a little more rare, but I was airing maybe, a little more Maybe our shit is broken. Maybe. Yeah, maybe shit we don't might have to... be broken. Uh, the duck fat potatoes, I also use the J. Kenji Lopez Alt recipe. Best potatoes I've ever made. Uh, yeah, they, they so looked good. absolutely insane. They looked so good. Uh, I think it was a combination of two things. One, his method I think is great. So he, you boil them in a little bit of, uh, you put a little baking soda in to boil them mm-hmm. and then rough them up. And then the duck fat, I like infused with garlic and rosemary, and then you strain out the garlic and rosemary, and then you cook them in the duck fat, and then you bring back the bits at the end. So just like a lot of little Ooh. technique things, and it was just it was delicious. Do you cook? Them? If there's anything that I love to do, it's to bring back the bits at the end. That's just me. <laughs> That's, That's right. just me. Do you cook them in in the duck fat in a sheet pan or just in like a pan pan? Yeah, sheet pan. So what I did was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the duck or fat Peter in pan. A- that's right. In a bowl. I, and then put the potatoes in there. And then you like rough them up so the duck fat and the potatoes kind of form like a slurry on the outside. And they're coated in like a little bit of like a mashed potato-y mixture. Jesus So then Christ. when you bake them on the sheet tray, you rotate them every like 10 minutes. And they just get this like super thick crust on them. Fuck. That sounds so I'm gonna good. I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Yeah, that sounds absolutely. I saw somebody posted the, the like potatoes that looked exactly like yours and had the same method on Reddit on something I, I don't know what subreddit it was but i saw them and i was thinking that it, they looked exactly like yours and it was it was the same type you rough them up and do all that stuff they looked so good yeah oh my goodness i'll definitely do um, it again we're gonna be super healthy again in january i think we're gonna do whole 30 again but duck fat is boo. on whole 30 so i might make them again. oh <laughs> wow what a healthy option yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a weird diet i can't i i'm short of breath hearing you guys talk about yours and i know i'm gonna lose my breath when i talk about mine and i also am very excited to get to january and like try to eat healthy again because uh 
just not that I'm hating eating leftovers, but it is I'm, actively slowing down my bloodstream. Yeah, I'm right, getting to the point. I'm getting to the, the point where I don't. Now. I don't feel good. <laughs> I don't feel good at the end of every night. These last like four nights, where I'm just like, this is yeah. not good for me. Yeah, but I think it's this like, is an important part of the process of being okay with a healthy January. Of like, I don't enjoy yeah. waking up. And being like, did I drink 18,000 drinks? Oh, no, I just ate all chocolate all day. That's all yeah. it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I On Christmas night, I also got so inexplicably drunk for no reason. We were just watching a movie, and we, we have these nice – I have these nice whiskey glasses that we got for our wedding. And they are I, – I, the listeners can't see, but if my normal whiskey <coughs> glasses are like this, this big around, these are like – yeah. this big around so yeah. i do the same but i'm like oh it's like this far up the glass but i'm drinking easily twice as much whiskey <laughs> as i normally am and so i'm just crushing these things and like oh this is a glass every 25 or 30 minutes and i'm getting shit face and then i woke up and yesterday was yet no yeah no two days ago the day after christmas i felt like death and almost threw up for like four hours yep it's a great it's because it's on top of eating all uh, the amount of food, the kind of food, which is salt and sugar. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that same, just pouring booze into it all and soaking it all mm-hmm. in. Oh. Anyway, uh, on Christmas Eve, can I go? Is it my turn? No, no, Sorry. no. We're ta- we no, we ran out of time. Looks now. like we're going to have to move on to something <laughs> else. Literally anything else. The NBA? You want to talk about the NBA? <laughs> so he makes the ube, Pistons which is like a purple potato. Well. <laughs> Wait. Wait, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I hate it. Joey, tell us everything. (laughs) All right, I'll go quick. We made a steak. No, no, don't go quick. Christmas Christmas Eve, we made a T-bone steak, uh, the tenderloin of which, one of the best things I've ever eaten, uh, with asparagus and fondant potatoes, which were so good because they're like, they're like a soft baked potato. Yeah, what did like what nice did Amanda bi- like? What liquid did she use? Uh, butter, pure unadulterated butter. Oh, that's it. No, like, so they're like baked for a long time, right? Yes, they're baked, and then you baste you it, it, the straight butter. The butter all soaked up into them. Yeah, I love it. I thought usually I thought there was like some kind of like a stock or something, but straight butter. Sounds... Oh, I think sorry, butter and sorry, butter and homemade chicken stock. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that morning, uh, she made one of the best things I've ever eaten, which were cinnamon buns, uh, similarly with a shit ton of butter, and then also uh, a cream cheese frosting that we just had the last of today. But every day for the past four days, I've eaten a big-ass cinnamon bun. Sometimes two. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't I, that's impressive that they've lasted this long because I would definitely crush through those so fast. They looked, I they wanted looked to, so insane, so good. But every every it was like waking up every morning and eating my pillow. Every <laughs> it, and then <laughs> uh, all day Christmas Day we were making our uh, apps for Happy Christmas, uh, which were pretzel bites, uh, queso, buffalo uh, cauliflower. Funeral sandwiches. Ba, 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 ba. Meatballs. Oh, sp- spinach artichoke dip and meatballs. That the last your di- plate. Your plate was wild because it was. I was looking at it. and I was like, you could make half of these, and it still would be like in a, a crazy indulgent Christmas yes. and like a crazy indulgent day. And you made 
every all of those things and they they look delicious I would- we uh we've got what remains after four days is about 10 of the meatballs and i think a couple of the cauliflower the funeral sandwiches are gone the queso and the spinach archers if there's still a little bit of those it's just been indulgence mm-hmm. it's been pure fat <laughs> it's the season indubiously and now on to the thing that we all like to do every week <laughs> juggle <laughs> talk about juggling yes. <laughs> do, do you like guys want to learn with me i have never desired to learn how to juggle that is nothing something i thank you kindly to never bring up juggling in my presence ever again <laughs> you've never been on the yeah, boardwalk with your boys and seen someone juggle and been like if i could be like that Ah, <laughs> oh, so this is the gathering of the Juggalos, is what I would say. <laughs> it's stupid that Juggalos uh, stole juggling from jugglers, because that's really all that they had. Yeah, we're going to be jugglers, but we're going to say it differently. That's what they were doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Imagine being, oh, I bet there's jugglers who are Juggalos. What a, what a Venn diagram. They're of a juggle, juggle Juggalo. Yeah. That's right. Double Jug. All right, yeah, should we talk about uh, Steven Universe, a show that not only did I not know, uh, did I not, ooh, but let's start over. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> Steven Universe, a show that we're keeping all of this, aren't we? Yeah, I think we are. Yeah, you're, Joe, sure John, you, ed- you edit it. You're, why are you asking us? You edit this podcast. It's not like. <laughs> because. <laughs> that is totally up to you. Because as soon as I ever say we're editing this out, I'm like, that can't be an edit point. Uh, Steven Universe, Universe, a show. That I've never seen, but also had never heard of before, Babish. <laughs> it's amazing! Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week we're taking a look at a long-requested treat. The almost cartoonishly purple ube roll from Steven Universe. Now, fresh ube like this is very hard to find, but it's much easier to find frozen grated ube like this at your local Asian grocer, or dried powdered ube like this that you can find on Amazon. Yep. Yep. Same boat. I could, and I, anyway, what he makes. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, should we go around and say that our favorite uh, version of something that has the word universe in it that is a film or television? Mine's Jim Gaffigan's fourth special. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Joe, what's Jim. yours? Uh, mine's probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Fuck God. <laughs> no. Yeah. I was going to make that joke. No! Yeah, bitch. Yeah, Don't bitch. Get fucked. Joke away from me, you son of a bitch. Okay, let's rewind it, Johnny. This is an actual cut point. My favorite thing about uh, the universe, uh, freaking Star Wars. <laughs> it's definitely not across the universe, James. You fucking hack. That movie rips, and I don't care okay. anyone to besmirch that movie. It's crazy how many Beatles songs they do. <laughs> It's like it was the whole soundtrack, practically. Yeah, uh, after the third one, I'm like, do you think they knew that these are all Beatles songs? <laughs> I, I would love to go back to when they were making that movie and pitch just throwing in I, one monkey song. I would, <laughs> I would love if they didn't, and then half, halfway through production, somebody brings it up, and they go, oh, no. <laughs> we, oh, no. We are oh, never going to be able to clear these songs. Oh, <laughs> Oh, how many of them are still alive? Yeah. Oh, do you think do you think John Lennon's estate will go for do you it? Think we can change that one character's name from Prudence. Oh no! <laughs> Why did we name someone Eleanor Rigsby? <laughs> Eleanor, is that it? Did I get it right? 
Yeah, that's the name. Of, anyway, yeah. not in the not in the <laughs> not in the movie, but yeah. Um, no, James McAvoy was Eleanor Rigby. What? Anyway, keep going. Steven Universe. Don't look at me. It's a show, and much like <laughs> many of the things that we don't know, it's animated. <laughs> I know nothing about it. Yeah, was this was it on comedy? Was this on uh, sorry Cartoon Network? Is this another one of their? Yes, I think so. Cartoon Network. Okay. Just it's an utter, kid. just an it's utter blind be, spot for us. Yep. It's supposed uh, to be a very like wholesome, fun show, kind of like in the uh, Adventure Time vein, as far as I know. Where are you getting yeah. this information from? Uh, hearsay. Uh, <laughs> it's all word of mouth, James. Yeah, people are talking about Most it. Of my... You heard this? You seen this? <laughs> Most of my information comes from the wind. <laughs> the, wind the winds of <laughs> gossip. <laughs> all right, so he makes a, a rolled cake thing. <laughs> yes, he does. I have experience in this. I can speak to its difficulty. Please speak. It sucks. <laughs> I will Moving say, on. I <laughs> I enjoyed this episode just purely by how many times he fucked up. He fucked up <laughs> so spectacularly, so many times. It was amazing to watch. And it would have been so easy to just show us the last one. Yeah. <laughs> so in the cartoon, what it's made, it looks like it's a rolled cake. It's very purple. It has like a cream inside, uh, and that's yep. it. But the process of making it extremely difficult apparently yes yeah and the flavor rolling... the flavor is a it's a sweet potato right it's a variant of sweet potato it's a purple yam yeah ube, ube. is that what it was like ube. a purple potato ube yeah. is a purple yam which just it that feels like such an old world type dessert where it's a thing that we've discussed this before it's a thing that is just barely sweeter than savory so people are like <laughs> this is a luxury this is the sweetest thing ever. And like to our dumb American modern palates who have had entire bags of Swedish fish and, and sour veg cakes. We're like, this tastes, what is this? This is dirt. Who eats this? This might, yeah, this might as well be a sandwich. Yeah. And you're serving it to me for dessert. <laughs> it feels, Ube feels like the kind of thing that like, uh, Marco Polo brought back across the Silk Road and people were like, no, we want the other things. Are you crazy? <laughs> We want the silk and the roads. <laughs> right. Marco Polo brought back the concept of roads. Yeah, that's, during that's what the silk road was. It was it was to spread awareness of roads. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, it was and a, it then, was a bunch and, of guys in very very smooth clothing telling everyone about roads. Right. And then they all got to Rome and they're like, "What happened?" <laughs> Boy, have I got a sack for you. That is a combination anyway. of lots of weird things. <laughs> what else What else oh, do we do here? Oh, boy. All right. Ube looks gross. Uh, weird to combine it into a dessert, the process of which looks like it sucks, and I can't believe he did it five times. Yeah. I, I, as I said in the while we were watching, this is, this is an episode that would, if I were him, would either have broken me or just shows why he is as successful as he is. Because if I was doing this, either the first one would have been my only one, and I would have gone, hey, this thing sucks. I'm not that good. Sorry. Here, Enjoy your slop, you fucking animals. <laughs> but he did it four more times in addition to the first time and had to 
go out and go food shopping in the middle of it. And, like, this had to have taken him all day. Like, this is easily eight hours worth of, of filming. Yeah. Gross. Just gross. And I would yeah, never, I would never have done that. This this could eat well because he said he had to go to the store. So this is probably multiple days worth of actual like work. Yeah, you I bet this I mean? is a like, couple. This is, probably... this is a film. This is a couple shoot day. Oh my! God. I wonder how Hell much time that. he budgets. Like, I wonder if he estimates like, oh, this will be an easy shoot or oh, this will be a hard shoot, and then how many of his shoots go over versus. I just wonder what that estimation process looks like. Yeah, like that hot chocolate one he did for uh, the Santa Claus. That's probably a quick one. We're not there yet, Joe. Don't spoil anything. Guys, we'll get sorry. there in like a year and a half. <laughs> right, we'll do that one in May of 2023. That's right. <laughs> yeah, just in time for Memorial Day. <laughs> you want some of that hot, ch- that Memorial Day hot chocolate? <laughs> uh, I'm such an idiot. Anyway, um, yeah, we don't. I mean, I guess we don't need to talk about it too much. I mean, it's just it's over and over and over well, again. The main thing that I think we all. Uh, decided to key in on was the fact that he pulled out uh, a baking sheet from his quote-unquote toaster oven that looked like it was it was the basis of a of a bed yeah for a mattress he pulled out a he pulled out a nine by 13 baking sheet which is a full-size regular baking sheet from his quote toaster oven which makes no fucking sense. And it, what we were, what we were repeatedly screaming is, that's just an oven on your countertop. That's what you have. You have a full size oven on your counter. A, wa- a walk in toaster yeah. oven. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then my just... favorite is later in the video, he re- he reveals that he found the original pan, which was in the toaster oven the whole time. Which means <laughs> the toaster oven was so big that he could lose things in it. It's, it's it's truly insane. I love, <laughs> yeah, I love I love in this in this universe in his universe he's just losing things and they're like I right, have have you guys seen my wallet I don't know where my wallet is it's I like, got well, oh, where's you the know last what? place in the toaster oven that you looked <laughs> I love, I love to, like him not getting the concept of just like a full regular oven every everything that cooks something to him. Is some degree of toaster oven. It's just a so different he's got like a flat top grill. He's like, no, this is I, my flat toaster oven. I like to think that it's it's one of it's a two slot oven. Like it's it's a two slot toaster oven, but it's right. it's a toaster, but it's it's seven feet by eight feet wide. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Occasionally, if he wants to do like a hot yoga, he'll do like the shuttle run in between the walls of the toaster and just runs back and forth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Oh shit! That was good. Oh, that was probably the most fun. I, it was also. I thought we were gonna be done after three attempts. I thought it was a three strikes you're out scenario. He went for he went for all five strikes. It was really worth the full count. It was five attempts. We decided on that. I think it, six, yeah, it was, it was at least at least five, if not six. Not I believe. Yes. I guess yeah. Depend how the how the editing worked, but I think yeah, he attempted it five times, which does I think really go to show how much more effort he puts into that than we put into this. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if, yeah, and that's what I was saying before is that yeah, he he just he really does the fucking work and makes it something that's worth watching. And that I enjoyed this episode a lot because. Because it was so different from his normal ones where, like, he does it on the first or second try and then it's like, yeah, this is good. Like, this was repeatedly bad. Like, really bad. <laughs> Re- like, right. over and over. And then he finally made something that looked very good. Right. It's, uh, 
if we Five messed up is... recording, you would all get a message that said, hey, guys, we messed up this week. We'll try again next week. We would not redo it. <laughs> and then we wouldn't try again next week. Right. We'd be like, we hey, Joe went on vacation and forgot his equipment. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I here's something that's interesting about five strikes is what you get in Canadian baseball. <laughs> it's five strikes you're out. That's how the song goes in Canada. If I could remember What's whether it? or not we had correspondence, I would have ended the episode right there. That would have been. I was I was I was being quiet, waiting for you to end it. Should we? This is a quick correspondence because it is not from an actual person. Uh, <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, this comes to us from uh, Captain Zoe Kotnick. I'm going to say their full name because, again, they are not a real person. They're a captain. Uh, captain Zoe Kotnick, no subject, uh, says, Hello, what a wonderful day. Can I talk to you, please? I want to talk to you. Zoe Kotnick. <laughs> <laughs> and would you say that? Listen, I think we all know that Zoe Kotnick is not one of Mint's words. All right, She is straight <laughs> to business. She just wants to talk to you. <laughs> Please, but it's it sounds so desperate. There's no there's no punctuation after please. It's hello, what a wonderful day, comma. Can I talk to you, please? All lowercase, no punctuation. <laughs> Next line, I want to talk to you. Period. <laughs> That's good. I should do more emails that way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you abandon all like like grammar and punctuation logic in emails, you can get people to really to your whims i think because they think that you're crazy yeah they're, they're like oh no whim. something is happening to this to this person if you have a pre-established like way of talking to people and you switch it up drastically <laughs> and start really sounding frenetic you can get things done i'm just gonna start repeating the last three words of every of every sentence in my in my emails <laughs> hey uh could you please send me that email send me that email it'll it'll be like <laughs> oh you're gonna be like jimmy two times yeah, from good yeah, yeah it'll be perfect uh, I what I think I'm gonna do is start randomly making each letter's font different, sort of so it looks like a like an email version of a, a ransom, ransom note. note. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and change the fonts as well so you get Helvetica next to Arial, next to Comic Sans, next to Wingdings, and it's on them to try and translate. You it's put Helvetica chaos. next to Arial, and then the point zero zero one percent of people who can tell the difference between those two fonts will. <laughs> will lose their shit. Mm-hmm. And those are my people. The A's look different. I'm a font <laughs> of fonts. <laughs> All right. Guys! Mercy. If you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we are at Gavin with Batman on Twitter. We are Gavin with Babish on Instagram. And if you want to send us better emails than uh, the captain there did. Impossible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Send we us, already nailed it, Jimmy. Stop that. Send us an email to gabbywithbabish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.